Hey, Allie, go take it away right now. <laughs> Welcome back to the Northbound and Browns podcast, week four. Week four week edition. Four. We are here. We're here with you. Hoping you're having an amazing day. Your hosts today, George and myself, are joined by a rare edition. Rare edition. Levi, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, Bert. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> well, Wait, did you come up with that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good one, and I was looking up like Gus's nicknames from Psych and all these, but that one I just. That's perfect. Oh, jeez. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it just sounds correct. Um, oh, shit. But. Uh, we have yeah. so much to talk about. Victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday coming to you. This is gonna be victory. It's gonna be victory all week until Sunday again. Yes. So. And then hopefully we'll do hopefully, it all again. Yeah, exactly. So. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes, exactly. Allie, hit us with that recap. All right, recap. Of course, we played Dallas. We where do we even begin? Honestly, it was a slugfest at first. I think we mm-hmm. put up seven. Dallas returns with the fourteen. It was a thing of beauty. It was it was wonderful. Honestly. That that gadget play that yeah. my fellow Southpaw Landry yes. bombing thirty seven yards down to Beckham in the end zone for the touchdown. That blew my fucking mind. It was beautiful. Immediately. It was it was great. Well, we were all freaking out because after that, we're all you know, we're up. And then they come back with a C D Lamb touchdown. They mm. come back with Amari Cooper touchdown. And yeah. then oh, that can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. That was surgical. Yeah, that was like insane. even the camera. If you watch it back, Did the camera right is through? going back and forth. Yeah. Like, yeah. where is it? Yes, it was. That was pretty. Amazing. That was beautiful. Uh, late in that first quarter, a tragedy. Yes. We lost star running back Nick Chubb to a then undisclosed injury. Some thought ankle, some thought maybe knee. Either way, he did not return. We'll discuss that later in further talking point. On to second, and third quarters, where the Browns honestly ran away with it. Yep. Like they put up an additional thirty-four points. Basically, like, Second completely unanswered. Yeah. For all ours. It was nuts. Oh, my God. Moving yeah. on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. We are going to talk about Kareem Hunt later. <clears throat> but the one that I wanted to talk about the most is the... Let's see. Where was it? Where was it? The one directly after Hooper's touchdown. So, not Kareem's first, but his second one. Okay. So, he... This showcases, I think, Nick Chubb. Honestly, mm-hmm. his influence on the rest of the team. Oh, yeah. Time and time again, we're seeing Chubb is so focused and disciplined and completely aware of his surroundings. So if he he's aware, if he's a bit short or not quite in the right place, and he's going to muscle his way to get there. And I think we saw that with Kareem Hunt in that touchdown. Oh, that's, because that, that arm, splat touchdown? That arm comes out to get it over the line. Yeah. I mean, just know that you're going down, and you have to get just that few extra, like, feet um, I, mean, I was really impressed. We saw it again in the third quarter, actually. He was unsure that he had secured a first down, and sure enough, that arm goes out. Yeah. So that I think that's coaching on Stefanski's, Stefanski's part, and then um, mentoring on Nick Chubb's part. Mm-hmm. I mean, to just, that's a connectivity I haven't seen from this team in a long time. Oh, for sure. Like, it's not no longer disjointed people trying to play the same game on the same team. Yeah. We're seeing influences from other players on other players. Oh, for sure. So, because Kareem Hunt was not always that way. Oh, no, not at all. Not I mean, he looks better than he did from Kansas City. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> There's definitely marked improvement. It was just so clearly visible. Because <laughs> honestly, Kansas City, I don't th- he wasn't even like a running, running back. He was like a mm-hmm. he was like a, a uh, safety valve for Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a, mostly like screen passes is where he got his uh, t- 
time in the open field. Right. And now he's creating it straight from the fucking backfield. It was so insane. Well, yeah, it's it's good. And also, let's talk about the other running back, Mr. D. Ernest Johnson. Ninety-three yes. yards. Came Absolutely out of nowhere. No, yeah. I've never heard of that name. I've never seen that name. I thought his name was Deontay before that <laughs> game. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, honestly, I'll you know look forward to seeing him a lot this upcoming week against the Colts. Definitely. That one-two punch with him and Kareem. You might see a little bit of Hilliard. I hate running with Hilliard because every single time I've seen it in a short yard situation, it goes horrible. So <laughs> I hope Stefanski saw that too. Yeah. So all right, let's see. Where are we in this game? <clears throat> Cleveland, uh, let's see, 40 seconds left in the third. Cleveland is up 41-14, and that is 27 points. And that is for the first time in my life. I mean, that's that's more breathing room than I've ever seen them have, yeah. like, ever in my life. And they still almost fuck it up. Yes, they, they did. still almost fuck it up. Well, it's even more room than um, we had against the Ravens last year. Oh, yeah. Which is weird, because it was also week four last year that we blew, blew mm-hmm. out the Ravens. Yeah. I don't know what it is about week four. I know. It's a good week for us. So... Three minutes and 47 seconds left in, was it the game? Yes. When mm-hmm. Dak connected with CD again. Yeah. And the, the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, they, the they third conver- one. Yeah, they converted three of three two-point conversions. Which, which is fantastic. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but that put us in a really tough spot. It was down to a three-point game at that point with, like, yep. almost four minutes to go. It yeah. was stupid. So at that point, I'm having Chad level Vietnam flashbacks. Like yeah. I'm convinced we're gonna ruin this. Yeah, because they already did against the Falcons. Yeah, we are not the Falcons. We're not the Falcons. <laughs> oh god. So then that was Odell Beckham's hero level run for 50 yards, mm-hmm. great blocking on our part, and great awareness on Odell's part, which is not something I think I've seen. Oh, like, yeah. I think he was all flash and no substance, but now I need to. I think that showed that he cared. Yeah, like yeah. Instilling that killer instinct. He was surgical. He went right through the defense. Right. Had one from Jarvis, one from Baker, and then made one on his own. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, it wasn't a pass. Right. Yeah. It was just a, a shovel it was pass. A shovel and, and he ran it out of the backfield. Oh, that was Nothing crazy. flashy about it. He just that, did what he needed to do. There was no one hand falling out of yeah. bounds. It was just, it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. The one dude, the one dude who had like the best shot at him totally biffed on the tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if he would have gotten caught back there, it oh, yeah. would have been like a I think, 15-yard loss. I think yeah. we would have been talking about how we lost oh. the game if Odell didn't take that pass. Oh, yeah. With a minute and a half left, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott to... Motherfucking Denzel Ward. Yes. <laughs> Intended for Amari Cooper, Ward snapped it up. It was nuts. And Dak Prescott's face. That was absolutely bastard. stunned. Yeah. I mean, they were... They were... They were completing drives like like crazy. Yeah. you saw miles was gassed or oh, yeah. Gaston was gassed yeah. Yeah. Th- that's why we like uh took a timeout mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah like all of our defense is like the <laughs> clock was on our side because yeah. it was going down yeah. but our yeah. guys were so fucking tired oh. it was just that constant no huddle it was killing us so let's uh let's break this shit down why not huh? all right first thing first miles garrett strip sacks turnovers Browns forced three turnovers, chalked up three sacks. Miles Garrett coming away with two of those, and MJ Stewart coming away with a third, who I didn't know who the fuck that was. Oh, MJ Stewart. Do you know? I don't know. Honestly, like, I... This game introduced me to so many people that I've never seen before. <laughs> <sighs> Honestly. Um, I, and uh, what was it? The other one. Um, the fumble by Zeke. Um, that was stripped by Sendejo, wasn't it? 23? I'm pretty sure. The guy that everyone hates right now who's yes. been constantly yeah. getting burned. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, honestly, I can't I can't blame him that much. He's a backup safety. Yeah. And um, it's like the expectations are crazy low. So like, yeah, I mean, I always see his ass fly into camera, but it's always like <laughs> a, just a step too late. I mean, I think he's like th- he's in his thirties, a thirty year old white safety. You really want that? <laughs> Wants. Yeah, that's the only that's the only thing on Stefanski's part because he is a Vi- he was a former Viking. Ah, he's a Stefanski guy. Yeah, and funnily funnily enough, speaking of the Vikings, uh, who are now one and three, without Kevin Stefanski calling the offense, Interesting. I think it shows mm-hmm. what's going on. In little Mike Zimmer's team there. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, honestly, capitalizing on these turnovers, mm-hmm. changing that shit. Points. We're able for the first time in recent memory to convert these opportunities into real points. And that is like the biggest thing for me right Yeah. Now. I mean, okay, so turnovers alone netted us, I think, 14 points, which we desperately needed. Without those, we get nothing, we lose. Yeah. yeah. Good day, sir. Oh. So, like, because I think credit here goes to Stefanski, like you said. He is the notable difference between a Cleveland that would accidentally, occasionally pick up some kind of turnover and then go three now. Yeah. So it's like, there's well, a huge difference. It's a different team. Look back to when we really started having hope again in 2018. Mm-hmm. The f- first game of the season was against Pittsburgh in that, in that rainy mess. We had six turnovers. We had 21 points. Jeez. So if that shows ah. that we did, I don't even think we scored a point off uh, turnovers because Denzel had two miles had a strip sack. Oh, it was, it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So there's definitely a, a change here that I think is. Oh yeah. Because I think this is a, one of the many components that would cause people to count us out immediately. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh well, don't worry if they get it. We're gonna get it back in two seconds anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. That's what. Like, that's the thing. It's just like this is why it's such a more impressive win because. Yeah. I mean, same with Washington. I think we had 21 points off of mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Haskins interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's I mean, a reason why we put up 50 points against yeah. Dallas. Absolutely. We had, what, five turnovers total? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Five, yeah, five. Uh, or was it five? No, wait, I think we had, I'm trying to there's think There's at now. least two strip sacks. I think, do we have or three? Or a fumble and a strip sack. Yeah. Do we have three? We have three. Okay, because yeah, da- okay. a Dak interception, mm-hmm. a Zeke fumble, mm-hmm. and then, oh, when, what game did we have five? Was it the Cincy game? Oh no, it was Washington. I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, it was Washington. Yeah, because three, three, three Dwayne Haskins interceptions mm, and two right. fumbles. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Honestly, I mean, we've had big, we had a big uh, turnover game against Cincinnati too, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And two fumbles in that game. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> which is what. I'm excited to see what we do against the Colts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. Phillip Rivers. I mean, because their offense sucks. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to what? What? Okay. Well, <laughs> just we're, we're gonna get there. Okay. Right. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah, wanna, you, oh, you don't want to go too far. Give me some there. directions. Give me some <laughs> 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 Trying to wrangle you two. All right. First thing. First. Okay. Go ahead. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Darius Johnson, the yes. whole fam family. Wow. First things first, we have to talk about what happened with Nick Chubb. Because a lot of people, I mean, it was hard to see. And then there was some confusing information about whether it was knee or an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. So I'll post the link to the video in the group. But during that late first quarter play, what appears to have happened is that Cleveland guard number 77 Wyatt Teller was wrestling Dallas defensive tackle Tristan Hill to the ground. And rightfully so, because he do, that dude got a hand on Baker before he fell. So he was like, he was in the zone. Chubb was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Hill collided with him, sort of like rolling on Chubb's yeah, right leg as he fell. 
So of course he left the game. Question was still turn. back there blocking. Yeah. Well, which, to his credit, why tell her? Which is a Dorsey pick and was sat by Hugh Jackson and uh, Freddie Kitchen's offense. Wow. Is now emerging as like our best alignment over yeah, Jack Conklin, who was a big sign this season. Because so. I mean, it was close for sure, but I think mm-hmm. he did a good job there. I mean, he might have taken one of our stars out, but whatever. Yeah. Um, to put it in perspective, though, before Chubb left, he managed six carries for 43 yards, and that all happened in the first snaps. Yeah, first so quarter. So that's a yeah. huge deal. And I initially thought we were going to lose. I posted on Facebook, "Well, we lost." Yeah. <laughs> I was just. Well, we were already down by seven, yeah. and then Chubb goes out. So yep. we're like, "Well, there it's goes like, the momentum." That's it. There goes the season. It's yeah. all over. Um, Monday morning, news broke that Chubb would be placed on injured reserve, and stands as it stands presently, we're not going to see him again for probably six weeks. Yeah. So team doctors say he's going to avoid <clears> surgery, but we won't have him back until sometime in November. It's not ideal, but we, you know, we rely so heavily on Nick Chubb. Yeah. But again, that's where Stefanski's leadership, I think, comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because Nick Chubb, obviously one of the iconic faces of the Browns. I mean, Miles Garrett is the same. And I want to go back to one of the greatest days of my life. And that is the day that Miles made Maga Rudolph illiterate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he missed the last six weeks of the season. Mm. So we were promised over and over by Freddie Kitchens and other Browns personnel that we had what it takes to cover Miles Garrett's absence, and we didn't. Mm. This time, we're losing somebody. I mean, it is early in the season, but we're seeing from that game alone that we do have what it takes to cover Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah. We we know it. The whole league knows it. Even mm. ESPN Jake Trotter released an article this morning um, touting the grit of Kareem Hunt and third stringer. Johnson. Yes. So Fancy ensured that we had all the tools all the way down the roster so we weren't absolutely killed by an unforeseen incident like this. So we saw that it works firsthand. What you have to the do. The rest of the league I mean, did because too. Oh yeah. It's such that position. I mean, you get rocked. Yeah, absolutely. Um you so you have to have good backups. Oh, yeah. Which we historically have not had. Right. No, we don't we used to not even have a good first strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but even with Chubb getting out um, Dallas still let us put up 307 mm-hmm. yards, mm-hmm. rushing yards right, right. against them. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Honestly, and I know... With an average of nine yards per carry, which yeah. is stupid. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Just imagine handing it off and knowing you're going to get nine yards yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> you're already one yard away from a first down. It's ridiculous. Um, and um, in that game, I know a lot of people were kind of like, Already still, I mean, still the whole Baker, not sure about Baker. Baker's pat, I think under 200 yards the past three games. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. if that's a correct stat because it was yet 165 Sunday, I think 158 against the Bengals, and probably somewhere around the same uh, with Washington. Mm-hmm. Might have been a little more with Washington, I don't know, but I just know that it's because he's he. Passed for 30 times this, this past Sunday instead of 23, like the previous two Sundays. Mm. Um, well, Sunday, Thursday and Sunday. And I don't know. Is it time if... Okay, that, that's a, that's, that could be a poll question for our northbound and brown people. Is it time to start... If Baker has a bad game Sunday against Indianapolis, is it time to start worrying about quarterback? Mm, that is an interesting one. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I'm going to add the poll to the uh, the group just now, but Levi, I think why. that uh, even though he hasn't been having these great games, mm-hmm. we are slowly starting to see everybody fully playing their role and mm-hmm. taking that pressure off of 
I am more than fine with having just an average quarterback. Yeah, you're yeah, true, as long true. as plays get done. Yeah, the ball moves and everybody is together and working together. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we I, don't need a superstar in that position if everybody is. If everyone around him is a superstar, yeah. and I mean, that's that's kind of like what they had with Kirk Cousin in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, where they had good, they had Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. and they had Dalvin Cook, and they utilized that, which is kind of like but just, a, but even look at Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, 502 yards. Yeah. He threw the ball 60 times yeah. with like a 43 completion. Yeah. He he he's a superstar. And lost. And lost. Yeah. Now, I guess you're right. I, I do want to offer kind of an opposing view, George, actually. Because at first I was super unimpressed with Baker's performance as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were only one or two big like, wow, old Baker moments or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was oh, pretty yeah. quiet. He was reserved. In the post-game interview, he was focused, uncomplicated. He wasn't, you know, mm. popping off at Tony Grossi or anything like yeah. that. It's not what I expected, really, from Baker. And I think I mistakenly labeled it as an underwhelming performance. Mm. But I think what it actually is, is it's looking like one that we consider, like one of the ones that we consider the greats, like the Peyton Mannings, the Brett Favre, the Drew Breeses. And that's because he effortlessly, I think, did control the field. Honestly, mm-hmm. he made he showed awareness and he was making the plays that mattered before being flashy. Yeah, like he connected regularly. He, I think he connected regularly. There yeah. were some missed things, but like I mean, there's well, the only the right. only bad pass in my opinion was mm-hmm. the overthrow to Odell. That's right. the only one that really yeah. was something that yeah. is concerning more than anything. And then, there was definitely, I, guess, I mean, substance before flash, and it was the kind of mindset and mentality that I think lasts for years and years and years. Now, as he gets more like consistent. You know, is he going to be allowed to cut loose a little bit more? And, right. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe, but I, I guess I that's think a, it thing. Was a good look. Honestly, I was not sure at first. But... Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, is that he definitely regressed after last season. Yeah. So it, it, I guess that's the thing is like he definitely did regress, but the team around him got better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I mean, I honestly, I feel like if you just even look back at his rookie highlights, he would just let that fucking ball sail, mm-hmm. and it was so. It was just like the um. If you guys remember. Against the Carolina Panthers, the Jarvis catch, mm-hmm. where he just fucking slants, yeah. like yeah. slung it fifty yards, and it went beto- between those two receivers into Jarvis's hands. Yeah. And I think after all those interceptions, it really, it really messes with your head. Yeah. So he's not gonna until he gets back into a groove where I'm hoping he doesn't throw an interception for the next like five or six games. Where yeah. he can get and I, I'm thinking that's that's probably Brown's leadership. I think probably stripped him down to fundamentals. Yeah, like you're let's right. make little passes that make sense. Which which and is, then we'll is cut worse. as you get consistent. I think yeah. maybe that's which is a good playbook. Yeah, I think so too. When you have a quarterback who has regressed and is now average, and you have superstars around him, right? Yeah. And Stefanski's really done well with that. Mm-hmm. Freddie Kitchen's playbook was pass it, pass it, pass it, <laughs> force feed the ball, and not let. And then every now and then let Chubb let loose. But now, but his his game plan was more around Baker, and mm-hmm. Stefanski's is more around the run game. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'll, overall, I like the look. I think yeah. that we're moving in the right direction. And Baker might. Yeah, he, he'll. There's still time for him to get better throughout the season, like you guys yeah. said, more comfortable. So, Noah. A friend of the show a who we will be watching it with this Sunday. Nice. Um, and Chad. I was going to say, are we going to get Chad? Chad and Noah. Okay, that'll be a really fun. Let's do the, the podcast that night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have two, well, three extra guests and the intern. Yes. And just brace yourselves, people. It's going to be a wild these one. These folks. <laughs> My God. Because <laughs> Mr. Nozu Panzik. Noah, sorry. I guess I get, you can call him Nozu Panzik. It's not like we have five listeners. Noah Z. <laughs> Noah Z. <laughs> um, he. 
said that Case Keenum was going to be starting by week five. Oh what? <laughs> oh, boy. This Noah, what is he doing? And you see what I mean? Like, what what's the point of now swapping out Baker? Yeah. When we're, when everybody is working well together. Yeah. Like, why even take a chance of introducing somebody that hasn't had that game time experience with everybody? Right. Yeah, that's, uh, the, uh, the only time you really replace a quarterback I mean, you even see it, saw it with um, the last time we were above 500, mm-hmm. which we were seven and three. I was eight years if you old. Guys can, <laughs> if you guys can believe that. I can't. Um, well, this was even newer. This was the Brian Hoyer, Hoyer era. Oh, okay. Um, in 2014, the last time we had the above 500, and then we went seven and nine. <laughs> so, uh. I think, yeah, it was, it was seven and three to seven and nine, if that isn't the saddest shit you've ever heard. It, oh, man, I don't um, know. We've lived the Hugh Jackson era. So. Yeah. So Good definitely, so definitely up there with the sad times. But that team, they said, "Sorry, Brian, we are going to switch to Johnny after being seven and three. Even, even though you're losing, you're like losing games. I think they yeah. lost three in a row, and they benched Hoyer and started Johnny. And then obviously, you guys know what happened. We lost the rest of the three. Mm-hmm. So I honestly, I don't know. Baker definitely gives us the best chance to win. And until that." isn't the truth anymore you need to start baker every sunday yeah all right let's see let's talk very briefly about odell i'm happy with odell for maybe the first time ever i think about lander we'll talk we're getting the land (laughs) uh this is the odell we pay to see i don't know how many times i said that five receptions for 81 yards two touchdowns of course but also the two carries for 73 and another dunny Yes. To put it in perspective, do you, either of you, know how many touchdowns he had in all of last year? Four total. It was four <laughs> total. So in one game, he's almost almost already... No, he's already tied it now because he had that one against Cincinnati, right? Just one. Oh, in one game. My bad. My bad. No, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think we're on track to see anywhere between 10 and 15 by season 7 if he keeps playing like this. Damn, that is true. I, I, think, I would hope so. I didn't even think about you. I didn't even think about that. He almost knocked it out in one just game. Just in one game. That is crazy. Because I remember, because like, it was just such a rare thing to see when he would get a touchdown. It was mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. So. I mean, because he went from, I think, in his very first years with the Giants, I mean, 13, 10. Yeah. Like, he had 13 numbers. touchdowns a year, 10, yeah. 10 like 11. Now he has freaking four, and it's been four. It's only it's only week five, so. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk quickly oh about <laughs> Sigma is making a, an appearance in Scaring George. Excluding the block, Cody Parkey is practically perfect in every way. Yeah. He is has made every extra point since starting with us in week two. He has nailed every field goal. I know it's been three weeks, but he is showing promise, and I am excited. It's better than what Austin Seibert would have gave Absolutely. Him. So the fact that we're firing on all cylinders, it's special teams. Absolutely. Offense, defense, I, I mean – can you really say we're not? Because 10 turnovers. You know, you really can't say that defense isn't doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Parky, um, that got blocked this game, right? Yeah. It, Which turned into two points instead of one. So mm-hmm. can we really yeah, so, fault and him? I think, he, I think they counted that. It yeah, says he's two for two. For oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they must have they must have dismissed it yeah. and made it a two-point conversion. Yeah. That's Very crazy. Nice. Cool. So, yeah, he's 100%. Alright, if you hear egg any like, weird scraping, it's Sigma rubbing. We have Egg Boy here. Get him, just push him off the top. We don't have Megan, so we have to use Sigma as the intern. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's bounce real quick to the COVID-19 updates, because it's going to come into play later, things that have come out. 
Yeah. Normally we save these for the very last, but in recent days, a number of NFL players and personnel have tested positive and it's forcing some scheduling changes. Um, coronavirus has been detected in four teams total thus far. After 20 positive cases for the Titans, that is 10 staff and 10 players, their week four matchup against the Steelers was removed entirely, and that game is going to be replayed during week seven, specifically October 25th, barring any further issues. As of this morning, there are no additional positive tests, and the Titans facility, which had been closed for cleaning, has reopened. Nice. So additionally, positive tests were reported in both Kansas City Chiefs and New England Patriots. Quarterbacks Cam, uh, quarterback Cam Newton tested positive, although he appears to be asymptomatic. He's going to remain in quarantine for the next 12 days at least, they're saying. Um, there isn't really, a, at this point, a set timeline for his return to the field, so they're just going to play it by ear. Mm-hmm. Their game, however, was only postponed from its original Sunday afternoon time slot to yesterday, mm-hmm. so that, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, they played just prior to Monday Night Football slot, actually, so that was that the first Monday Night doubleheader ever, I think, or something? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, it's something, because I think they, they had... Um... They had the original, no, oh no, they put, they put, they pushed the original game back an hour mm. and then made Chiefs in New England play. I just um, hear purring and rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> they, then they made um, the Chiefs in New England play at six, I think. Okay. Um, there is a link that I will throw up in the group that keeps track of the virus's movement within the NFL so you can stay informed. But for now, without further ado, let's talk about it with Around the League in 60 Hey! Finally, we get some Around the League! I know! Alright, real quick. AFC North kicking off with your home division Steelers League with a 3-0 record, but we talked a little about why that is and some of what's going on with that. Obviously, it's scheduling. Um, your Cleveland Browns are tied up 3-1 with the Baltimore Ravens, leaving Joe Burrow's Bengals still in last place with 1-2-1. Yeah. It is worth noting that Burrow put his first one on the board against the Jaguars, although I don't think he's got enough to work with as far as targets and competent runners to spin gold out of their bullshit. Exactly. It's just, I feel bad. I feel like he's just... And, you know who they're stuck. playing this week? Baltimore. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a Baltimore. Yeah, so they're back. Easy. They're going to be back down to 1-3-1. One, and one. Because it's essentially Burrow and Mixon, and that's yeah. not enough. Yeah, Joe Mixon and him, Burrow are the, the only two playmakers. T. Higgins, if no, no one knows who this man is, that is their, like, one of their go-to wide receivers right now. That is Because A.J. Green has been non-existent in the Burrow era thus far. That's crazy. Let's see. AFC East. Buffalo is still hot, leading the AFC East with perfect 4-0. Patriots clocking in second, split 2-2. Two two. Dolphins remain 1-3 under QB Fitzpatrick. And the Jets, Jets remain, remain Jets, completely Jet. winless at the bottom of the division. Yeah. Division. And it's worth noting, Adam Gase still has a job. <laughs> Head coach Adam Gase, who, who <sighs> everyone thought was going to be fired. Um, the Texans head coach Bill O'Brien and GM, GM and head coach Bill mm-hmm. O'Brien was fired this week before Adam Gase. Which is wild. Yes. <laughs> it was insane. So that will uh, keep you abreast of any changes in that arena. And another thing, I don't know if this is worth enough uh, to make a poll out of, but is Sam Darnold that bad? Or is it just <laughs> the Jets around him? <laughs> and if Sam Darnold was on another team, would he be successful? I guess that's probably the better question. There's been there's been there's been a lot of speculation when it comes to if the if the Browns had Sam Darnold right now, would there be a more competent passing game than with Baker? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be interested to see what you Northbound and Browners. What we need a name for our people? Yeah. Northbounders. I don't know. Well, the thing with the thing with 
Sam Darnold is he didn't have the personality like Baker did mm-hmm. first coming on and like taking on yeah. the city and having that swagger, which I really think is the thing that changed us. Mm-hmm. But if you put Sam Darnold in a position like we have right now with all these superstars, I don't know. It's it's with the way he's played with practically nothing. It's hard to say that he wouldn't be at least decent, right? In this offense with a good running game and great wide receivers. Yeah. Now let me knock out with the last two minutes of this time segment. Yes. Um, AFC South Titans holding strong at three and zero. We discussed what's going on there. Our next week matchup with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, they are three and one. Jaguars follow with a one and three record after the loss to Cincy and last and the uh, last but not least Texans are utterly winless. So maybe last and the least. Yeah. AFC West. Um, our Chiefs out west. The Chiefs continue to be exceptional. Four and zero. Raiders right behind them. Split two and two. While the Broncos and Chargers duke it out for last and one and three. Mm. So we are going to take a quick rest. We'll be back. Thank you and just Levi and ours picks. I meant it. Well, we're not we're not doing divisions yet. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, after yeah. But after after. (laughs) We'll be right back. Welcome back. Part two. Short break. Part part two. Let's see what we got here. So last we left off, we were talking about the standings over in the, the AFC. You want to bounce over to the NFC with me? Yes. All right. Packers in the lead in the NFC North. Bears right behind them with three and one. Though that'll change this Thursday night. The worst, the worst three and one team. Yes. In I mean, the NFL. We we do pick it apart that they have not played anybody worthwhile at all. They have Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky to go back on back and forth on quarterback. I hate so. to see it. Yeah. I've played uh, the Tom Brady Bucks. It's not looking good. Yeah. Vikings and Lions tied at last for one three. NFC East, the Meth Head Cousin Division. Like yes. the one two one Eagles are leading. Leading. Followed by the football team and Cowboys, both at one and three, and last certainly least, the Giants. <laughs> yes. Fucking zero and four Giants. That's These amazing. Poor fools. They were once. They were once. Yeah. Once great. Once great. Now just yeah. disappointing. NFC South currently led by the Buccaneers at three and one. Right behind them are perfectly split two and two. Saints and Panthers. Mm-hmm. Chad's Falcons sit and wait at the bottom of the division, zero and four. Damn. Our hearts go out to you in your time of need. Yeah. Chad. NFC West Seahawks are obviously dominating uh, with a perfect four zero season thus far. Rams are hot on their heels with three and one, and both the Cardinals and 49ers sit at two and two. That division should be amazing. It- it really should, should be, be. <laughs> because all of those teams were projected to be really good teams. Yeah. Like I would say, besides the AFC North, what we're in right now, that was supposed to be. Well, I, well after the, them being so bad, I feel like we take the cake for the hardest division. Yes, easily, easily, because they, because if they're one of those teams that, like, honestly, every single one of them could be at least three and one, four and out. Mm-hmm. Because, but San Fran's injuries. Kyler Murray not looking as good as everyone thought he was going to look. Yeah. And uh, the Rams are more surprising than anything <laughs> being number two. Oh, yeah. Everyone expected Russell Wilson and the Seahawks to be pretty good. So. Yeah. Is it time? Is it time for the lightning round? It is time. We're going to pick your poison. Yes. I guess it's not really a, a lightning round. We just kind of yeah. say what we want and discuss. We'll just pretend it's like really bad. <laughs> Let's take a peek at the next week's matchups and let our guests guest you. Yeah. All right. First things first, Thursday night, Buccaneers and Bears. Levi, what you feeling? Bucks at Bears, if it matters. Oh, the Bucks are going to win. Oh, for sure. I think, yeah, easily. Honestly, you can't. Uh, I, I hate Tom Brady, but I mean, he's still 
pulling it out. And so. how is it it's incredibly impressive that as of right now, it's looking like Bill needs Tom more than Tom needed Bill. Mm -hmm. Which, Which is, I did yeah, not expect. Hilarious, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, yeah I thought it was the other way around. Yeah. All right, then we're looking at next Sunday, 1 p.m. games, Bills at Titans. Levi, what you think? Hmm. Not Titans. Honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with, I, I, I'm going to say the Bills are staying undefeated. Thing and Bills, okay. But, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with the Titans. I think the Titans will win. Okay. I mean, everyone, I mean, they're both undefeated. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Somebody's got to lose. Um, when ours goes bad, if it goes bad, we'll go watch that. Yeah. Oh, wait, we don't have to play till four. Oh, so yeah, we we'll play till four. It. We can watch it, yeah. Um, but back to what I was I said about Tom and Bill. I know a lot of people are probably like, what? Tom doesn't need Bill. But uh, I, in my opinion, everyone thought that Tom Brady was a system quarterback mm -hmm. and wasn't gonna wasn't gonna produce on any other team. And he's three and one now mm -hmm. with the Bucks. Who I know they have a lot of weapons, but it's not a lot of weapons that you or I have heard. Yeah. Right. OJ Howard, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You guys could. I mean, it's like no, I, I know encyclopedic, you know, <laughs> yeah. knowledge and facts about the freaking Bucks. Now. Exactly. You like there's those those are guys like you're not gonna hear you guys you know like not an OBJ or a Jarvis Landry down here in sunny Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Bitch. <are> my best friend. <laughs> Bitch. Um. Honestly, yeah. So. I gotta give credit where it's due because he still looks decent. I know he's thrown some interceptions, but he threw five touchdowns this past week. Let me tell you something. That pisses me off. Yeah. I was hoping he was gonna be shit. Consecutive touchdowns. Yeah, which is insane. So, but now back to the poop. Jaguars at Texans. Jags at Texans. Ooh, dumpster fire. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Jaguars are gonna come back after, uh, I mean, just firing a head yeah. coach. No one ever wins yeah. the week after they just fire their head coach, so. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Jags on All that. Right. Bengals at Ravens. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I think I'd be more pissed off if the Bengals won because I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck is Joe Burrow just going to win? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping and thinking. Watch think his ass win. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> his goofy ass. So I'm hoping and thinking the Ravens are going to win. Yeah. Panthers at Falcons. Panthers at Falcons. Honestly, the Panthers are emerging at this point. Freaking two. They won their last two games. Falcons still look lost. I know they've played good teams, but I'm definitely going with the pants. No Christian McCaffrey, too, in those two wins, by the way. Oh, that's right. Oh, boy. Raiders and Chiefs. Raiders, Chiefs. Chiefs. Honestly, yeah, you got to pick the Chiefs. I, I think Raiders are going to give them a tough time. Oh, yeah. But I... I think the I Raiders. Don't bet against the Chiefs. It's hard to bet against the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I feel you. I think I think the Raiders are better than a lot of people are going to give them credit for. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, um, they're doing pretty well. Oh yeah. Cardinals at Jets. Oof. All right. <laughs> Honestly, gotta go with the Cards. Yeah. This, if this, if there is a, if there is a bounce back <laughs> week to be had, yeah. the Cardinals are going to have it. Yeah. It's going to be against the Jets. Yes. Eagles at Steelers. Uh, I I hope it's one. Of, I hope the Eagles win, yeah. but of course, of course, the fucking Ravens and Steelers both get gimme games, and the Browns have to go face the best defense in the NFL. Is there not a more Cleveland Browns thing to happen mm -hmm. when the fucking fate of first place is happening? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with uh, the Steelers, though. Levi, you too. So, Levi just gave me a look that means I don't want to pick the Steelers to play. <laughs> but... Let's hope Carson Wentz is emerging. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say the Eagles are going to win. Okay. 
love it. Rams at football team, which sounds so stupid. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Call them the Red Tails. This is the third week in a row. Honestly, I think the Red Tails would. You don't be have best. to change your color scheme. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Red Tails. That's what is the fucking holdup? Yes. <laughs> Tell me they got to be a whole year. We're the football team. Yeah, I actually think um, the football team gonna win that. Yeah. Yeah. Levi's picking the upsets, man. I'll mm-hmm. pick. I'll pick Rams. I, uh, I really haven't Rams watched them play. Yeah, I, I haven't watched them f- play. I now. haven't been impressed with them. But every single time I, I see on the scoreboard, I'm like, "What? The Rams are winning." Yeah. So I don't know. John McVay must be fucking. Uh, he must be getting Derek Goff on the right track. We'll see. Dolphins at 49ers. That's a that's, that's a tough. A, I'm gonna pick. You know, what? I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. You gonna go with Dolphins? Yeah. On that one? Yeah. Honestly, 49ers are so banged up. Struggling. Yeah. Nick Mullins had to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is out. They have Kittle back, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I think, I, I, even though this might be the game that uh, Fitz Magic Fitz Magic plays bad enough for Tua to come in, so we'll see. We'll see. That would, I've been wanting to see Tua in action. I really do. It's gonna happen I this like year. It. So yeah, that is of course is the 405 game. Moving on to the 425 games: Giants at Cowboys. Giants at Cowboys. <sighs> I, this, I, I you gotta go with the boys. I'll, I'll take the yeah. boys this week. Yeah, I, I, the I, Giants, the Giants are lifeless. I honestly could, wouldn't be able to pick them to beat anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it used to be like, oh, anybody can beat up Miami. Uh, it's like, mm. I don't think the Giants could. They might lose this entire season. Yeah, I would say so too. Honestly, when like I think Dak Prescott is gonna, I, he's gonna absolutely fucking shred them. It's gonna oh, be yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a bad defense, and but there's no way to there's no way to flip the sandwich. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, have, you just have you, the, the bad defense, and, you, and then it's like you, you get upset when either side's walking on the field. <laughs> it's like oh, oh god, yeah. the offense, no offense is walking out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Also at 4:25, Broncos and Patriots. And they I, will if, be in Foxborough. Is there no Cam Newton? That's the that's the one. That's question. That will be the yeah. question. Now it's likely. I mean, they were willing to play without Cam Newton before. Who's their backup you, right now? Because they have they have what's his name? I think they have Thigpen or is it, no? Uh, oh no, I saw it's, it's Hoyer and someone else. Thigpen. Thigpen. <laughs> uh, it's I forget. It's Hoyer. I forget who the other guy is because he because Hoyer had to be sat for right. this guy. Um, is it Jacoby Jacoby Brissett? That's not it. I would say that's a Colts. That, that is. I think. So when I put Patriots quarterbacks and it brings me the Colts. Oh, I think he used he played there like four years ago. I don't know why that's the coming up. <laughs> like so he's what you're saying is he's not playing this year? Because he's because he's behind Phillip now. Phillip! Jared Stidham. Jared, Jared Stidham! Okay. Tyler Thigpen, Jared Stidham. Those are both the best, like mo- most like backup white guy quarterback names. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, Jared Stidham. So if it's Stidham, I'd say the Broncos have a better shot than usual. Mm. Um, because the Patriots looked so fucking bad last night mm. without Cam. And I mean, they were playing the Chiefs. But so I'm st- even with Jared Stidham, though, I'll take the Patriots because okay. the Broncos are really bad. Yeah. I mean, you still have like Edelman. Yeah. And like playmakers. And, and an amazing defense. Stidham, all he has to do is just get the ball to him. Yeah, he's just play a safe game. Yeah. Right. Colts at Browns. You already know. We already know. Oh yeah, yeah. Browns. Definitely. Colts, twenty-four, twenty-one. You as you never know. Hear me on recorded 
Say the Browns betting on betting against the Browns. All right, Sunday Night Football at eight twenty. Vikings will be out west in the Seahawks uh, oh. realm of Seahawks. Oh yeah, you gotta take They're the Seahawks. They're gonna put Pete down. Oh yeah, the Vikings are not. How are they even in that slot? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a good question. I think because I, I forgot that the Vikings were in the playoffs last year, but they're probably like, hey, no. yeah. So yeah, definitely not the same. Definitely a Seahawks. And last but not least, Monday Night Football, Chargers at Saints. Chargers at Saints. You know what? I will. I will finally be the one picking the upset here. I will say, freaking Herbie, Justin Herbert is gonna t- is gonna beat the Saints. I'm gonna take it. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. You take that. Yeah. Still, because they actually look pretty good. I mean, they've they've been in all these games. Yeah. Every single one that I've seen, I don't know. I think the defense must be fucking horrible because. Every single time I look at Herbert's numbers, I know I listen to some. They have played good teams. They played the Bucks and they put up thirty-one against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, but I do listen to this guy. They say he he always says that don't look at Herbert's stats. Look at his watch his game. But it's hard to it's hard to go against these stats. Mm-hmm. Twenty of twenty-five, two hundred ninety yards, and three touchdowns, one interception. Right. That's still good numbers. I don't know. I I don't know. I just I can't. No matter how you cut it, there's only that's only five incompletions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went into overtime with the Chiefs, yeah. the Chargers. That's why. Every, that's why everyone. That's why everyone thought that the Chiefs were, uh, you know, not as good, and they put yeah. them down in the, in the stats. And the week before, even though worst team, the the Panthers beat them, but it was 35 of 49, 330 yards, a touchdown interception. So I don't know. I really, yeah, his numbers look good. Mm-hmm. And I think he's due for a win. You think? Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Here is hoping and waiting and watching. Hey, no one thought Burrow was going to win this week. That's true. <laughs> a lot of people. And is the legend of Gardner Minshew over with? Is the legend of Gardner. I think it was Linsanity, basically, but now it's Minsanity. Yeah. Like it was a couple minutes of like, we fucking love this guy. He's such a weirdo. And now it's, perfect. it's like, Because, yeah, what are they, one and three now? Yeah. Won their home opener, or I, I think it might, I think it might have been a home opener. I don't know if it was home or what. Won the opener mm-hmm. against the Colts, and uh, they've gone different ways ever since. Jaguars have lost every game. Colts have won every game since mm-hmm. the first game. So you never know what's going to happen the open day, opening day. That's true. That's true. All right, now quick recap before we get out of here. Yeah. Indianapolis is coming to us this Sunday, October 11th at 425. You can catch it on CBS. And we will be having a late night. Late night. Odd. Yes, we'll have extra guests. We'll have yes, guests. drinking. Drinking. A Browns win, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Levi, of course, picking Brown to win it by double digits. Levi picking, no, George yeah, picking more than Indy. 14. 24, 24. More, more than 14 points. That was brave. Now, I just, I, I'm so excited, you guys. I think it's going to be a great game. There is passion. There is aggression. <laughs> there is vision. There is a fucking mindset in this football club. And as of this week, big dogs are sitting up the table. That's right. We hear it from the post-game talking heads. We saw it across the league. Even in the research I was doing when writing this podcast, it is evident. They're not counting us out anymore. Mm. It's damn, it feels damn good. I say we completely shut down their offense mm. and they don't score more than seven points. Damn. That's That'd be beautiful. That's bold. I mean the Let's defense looks fucking good. I mean if you can uh, have the Cowboys who have a good offense was ranked first in passing offense um, if you can shut them out in the first quarter how are you not going to do that against Phil yeah. Rivers? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright. Any closing thoughts, statements, sentiments, comments, questions? 
don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a good question for the fans at home. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Any points this past game? No points. No tutties. Clutch. That's pretty. Yeah. Super clutch. He always came in when he needed to. You know, he was always where he needed to be. Oh yeah. When we needed him. Oh yeah. Um, but that's that's typical. Yeah. He he doesn't sit out a game. Well, now it's looking like if, if it is the perfect the perfect combination of the ten to 15, five to ten to fifteen maybe twenty yard gains with Jarvis and then a over the top big play with Odell is like yeah. looking like the bread and butter of our passing mm-hmm. game. I think so. so. We've got to stop. Like our our we've got to stop those over the middle passes. Yeah, that so bad. Prescott started doing yeah. once. Um, yeah, and, and you can thank that to the non re-signing of Joe Schober. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do miss him. Yeah. I didn't think there was going to be such a noticeable yeah. situation that, you know, needs Talkie to Talkie is touching the field way more than he needs to be. Dude, don't even get me started. Oh, God, it's, it pisses me off when I see his jersey out there. And I, I would just like to say, if he's done anything good, I want someone to tell me because I have not seen <laughs> Like, genuinely. Yeah, genuinely. Because I only hear his name when some shit got fucked up. Exactly. And Talkie Talkie's chasing him. It's like, oh, God. It's not gonna happen. It's not. You can't make him a star. And I was hoping. I was hoping. Man, you know, maybe this they can make him into a starting linebacker. But it's not looking like it. Thank God Phillips came back. <laughs> oh, so, man. was that all for you? I don't know. Two key things: you? get the get Sendejo and Taki Taki off the field. Yep. Those are my closing statements. That's it. <laughs> That's uh, Wilson. That's Wilson. I think he sees limited playing time. Because I didn't see him out there yeah. the whole game, but I saw him in every now and then. Oh, so I think they're taking him easy. Mm-hmm. Same with Phillips. That's why Taki Taki is. What? <laughs> no, then I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Was this sexual innuendo? No, it has something to do with the mothers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of a group on Facebook. Oh, really? Among Us Sus Posting. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Follow that page. Guys. Follow that page. While you're on Not Facebook. Not before you follow ours, though. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what happens. Let's do it. So hopefully the next time we're talking, to everyone, mm-hmm. we're four and one. We'll see you Sunday night, Monday morning, somewhere in there. Somewhere. It'll be late, but see you then. Twenty-one seven, Browns. Twenty-one seven, Browns. I still stand by. I follow my sword. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts will it be for winning oh, God. this week. Never been sure, more sure about anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Have a great week. Bye bye. We'll Sunday.